Hello, eternal beings. Welcome to the Eternal Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Babrudi, and I made this show to help you elevate to your highest potential with the knowledge of spirituality and alternative medicines. You're going to learn with me the secrets they don't want us to know, how we can heal ourselves naturally, who we are in this universe and the powers we hold, the limits of our consciousness, and more, so that we can have the best life possible here on Earth. Today, we're going to talk about a mineral that so many people are incredibly deficient in, that it's become an epidemic. It can cause a multitude of health problems, and restoring its levels can be a frustrating and confusing process. So listen until the end, because I have an expert here with us whose knowledge might just change your life. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. I love talking about this topic. It makes me so excited, so happy. So thank you for having me here. Absolutely. So tell us, what mineral am I talking about? You are talking about the magical, miraculous mineral, magnesium. Magnesium. What's so special about magnesium? Well, you know, it's so funny. It's such an undervalued mineral. It's such an undervalued just portion of nutrition that we're not talking about it enough. And the reason I say this is because magnesium is associated with a plethora of different disorders and issues, and we tend to confuse it with other things. So here are some examples. Low magnesium is associated with headaches, migraines, insomnia, restless legs, muscle cramps, pain, hormonal imbalance, anxiety, depression. And unfortunately, about 70% of our population fails to get enough magnesium in their diet every single day. So we're seeing this huge, huge section of our population. That's like seven out of 10 people. So we're seeing this huge amount of people who are struggling every single day and they're going to their doctor's offices, they're going to their healthcare practitioners and they're not being told about magnesium. They're not being told about this super easy, simple fix. Wow. Like Those symptoms sound like things that literally everybody experiences. And how would you know that it's magnesium when no doctor is telling you that you have a deficiency in it? They don't even check for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll tell you personally, I went through it. So, um, uh, and I'll tell you what I did and how I discovered it. So it wasn't that long ago that I was dealing with awful, awful anxiety and terrible insomnia. And I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And I was doing everything that they tell you to do. So I was eating a healthy organic diet and I was exercising regularly and, you know, checking all the boxes. And despite all of that, I still felt awful. So I went to the doctor. She ordered a battery of tests. None of them were magnesium. Now she ordered, she tested for everything else under the sun, did not test for magnesium and told me, Hey, you know, it's all in your head. There's nothing wrong with you. You're perfectly normal. Your blood work is great. And I feel that as women in particular, we get told this rather often, you know, she's, she's just being hormonal. She's just, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And we're so easily discounted our feelings, um, how, how our lifestyle is, all of that is so quickly swept under the rug. So I got really frustrated. It was the best, worst thing that could ever be told to me because on one hand, yeah, my blood work was normal. But on the other hand, I was like, there's something there. I know there's something missing. So I kind of went on this journey to figure out what was wrong with me. And at the time I owned a natural and organic store. And one of my customers was like, hey, have you tried magnesium like on your skin? 
And at that point in my life, I would have literally stood upside down on my head saying the alphabet if you told me it would help me sleep at night. <laughs> so I, I tried it and I went from sleeping two hours a night to sleeping six hours a night within about a week. And I thought, oh. what's going on? Like, why wasn't I tested for this? You know, why weren't people telling me about this? Why did I have to go through this awful health crisis in order to figure this out? So I've made it my mission just to tell people all about magnesium, to tell people about, you know, the tests that they should be asking their doctors for, um, foods that have magnesium in it. Um, what are the symptoms to look for? What are ways that you could rectify that, that deficiency really quickly and start feeling the way you're intended, the way your, your natural body is supposed to feel? Wow. I had no idea that magnesium deficiency really wrecks your sleep like that. <laughs> and so many people have problems falling asleep and they look up all these videos and nothing says magnesium in it. That's Absolutely. wild. It is. It's absolutely crazy. Um, so the way I'm a big science nerd. So, so the way that the science behind magnesium works is that magnesium activates the parasympathetic nervous system. And so that's the rest and relax and kind of wind down system. The opposite would be the sympathetic nervous system. And that's go, 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 get your stuff done, be busy. We need that. But we also need that to shut down in the evening so we can rest and relax. And so many of us get stuck in that sympathetic drive that we cannot physically turn our brain off, that we can't stop moving and doing all the time. Um, and so magnesium kind of flips that switch. It also helps reduce cortisol levels and cortisol is your stress hormone. So it reduces those stress hormones in our body, kind of allowing our body and our brain to finally shut down and relax. So it really does do an incredible job of helping you sleep. It's funny. Uh, we see so many people rely on sleep aids um, that are really addictive, that can really do some long-term damage to our liver and our entire you know, brain and body system. And I always think to myself, you're not deficient in sleeping drugs, you're deficient in magnesium. So why are you covering up the problem with addictive medications instead of just giving your body what it needs? Yeah, we don't even think about how we already have these things in us that we just need to amplify a little bit more. Like we are already supposed to be sleeping pretty well, but we need to figure out why is the reason inside of us? There's something we need to fix. That's very interesting. So like, what are ways you can increase the magnesium in your body? Is it better, for example, for sleep, is it better to take it orally or like through your skin or what ways are best for that? That's a fabulous question. So there's, uh, I always tell people start with, start simple. Start with something simple and cheap and accessible. And that is your food. You know, the best way to raise your magnesium levels is to eat a really good healthy diet. So your leafy greens, your nuts, your seeds, those are all beautiful ways to get more magnesium into your system. You also need to stop putting in the stuff into your bottom that will torch to your magnesium. So it's important to get enough magnesium in, but it's also really important not to burn off our magnesium storage. And ways that we do that is by drinking alcohol, drinking excessive caffeine. Both of those are diuretics. They're going to pull magnesium right out of your system. Also, lowering the amount of sugar you eat. So for every one molecule of sugar, you need 54 molecules of magnesium to process that. The more sugar you're eating, the more you're just torching through any magnesium that you have in your body. So it's really important to, of course, get the good stuff in, but stop the bad stuff, you know? If, if it's possible, stop the bad stuff. So absolutely start with your diet. The next step is to do something simple, like get a bag of Epsom salt. 
They sell Epsom salt in just about every grocery store and pharmacy across the United States. Epsom salt is magnesium sulfate, and just throwing two cups of it into a warm bath and soaking for 20 minutes can do wonders for your magnesium levels. And you know, that also gives your body some time to unwind and relax and chill out and kind of get into the right state of mind so that you can eventually fall asleep and sleep really well. And then you can always kind of move on from there. I'm a big fan of topical magnesium, which is typically magnesium chloride, and it comes in the form of sprays and lotions. The reason I like it is because it absorbs about 12 times faster than a pill and there's no side effects. It's, it's natural. It's simple. You can use it on your children all the way through your grandparents. So it's mm. totally safe for the whole family. And then of course, as a last result, there's always magnesium supplements. So you could always do a magnesium glycinate, magnesium malate, threonate, taurate. Those are all fabulous forms of magnesium that absorb really well and work really quickly as well. Wow, very nice. You know, this is funny because it makes me think of humans like plants because I study plant science and we use like Epsom salt for like hydroponics, you know, the fertilizer. I don't know, I thought, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah we, so... we aren't we aren't very different from plants, are we? We need sunshine, yeah. water, and minerals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we don't even think about that. We need minerals. We need them. So what is magnesium like mainly responsible for in our bodies? You said to, you know, big break down sugars and stuff like that. Absolutely. So magnesium is present in every single one of our trillions of cells, and it's required for over 700 different biochemical reactions in our body. Without it, we cease to live. Like it is that important. You, you must have magnesium in order to live. Um, it's responsible for energy production. It helps regulate your insulin and blood sugar. So it's particularly effective if you're struggling with diabetes or if you're pre-diabetic, magnesium should definitely be part of your routine. It helps relax your muscles. It helps get rid of lactic acid buildup. So if you tend to work out a lot, I know it's like, you know, New Year's has just passed and everybody's running to the gym. So if you <laughs> want to prevent that soreness, magnesium works wonderfully for that. Um, it's involved in nerve conduction, like it does everything. It's amazing how much we need it. And unfortunately, so many of us are struggling. It's a, it's a sneaky kind of mineral deficiency. Like we hear so much about vitamin C, you know, you get sick, take some vitamin C or even vitamin D. People talk about that all the time, but unfortunately magnesium just, I don't know what's going on. Like it should be, should be on every TV show and every doctor's office. They should all be talking about this incredible mineral. Definitely. So is there a certain dose that everyone should take? Or is it like people who have diabetes and want to take magnesium, do they have to take more? Or is it like same for everyone? So yeah, that's a that's a great question. And I think that question um, needs to be asked more and spoken about more. So the RDA, so the recommended daily allowance for magnesium is 350 to 400 milligrams a day. It's a loose kind of number because the RDA was created to keep healthy people healthy. So if you're already struggling with magnesium deficiency, you need more in order to maintain, right? You need more in order to get to those really good functioning levels. So use that guide loosely. I also don't love the RDA because I feel like somebody who's 120 pounds and a female is not going to need the same doses as a 300 pound male, you know? Right. So I, I, I think it's a good guide. Um, there are some other researchers out there, Dr. Carolyn Dean, she's like 
the, the, the magnesium guru, she wrote this incredible book called The Magnesium Miracle. And in that book, she says that as much as twice that amount is what we should all be going for. So more like 700 to 800 milligrams. And then Dr. Morley Robbins, he's like the godfather of magnesium. He's been around um, kind of preaching about this mineral for years. And he recommends five milligrams of magnesium per pound of body weight. So a typical 200 pound person would need a thousand milligrams a day. So that's definitely much higher than the RDA of 350 or 400. <laughs> of course, talk to your doctor, healthcare provider, naturopath, nutritionist before starting any kind of supplement program. Um, of course, I have to say that, but use those yeah. as guidelines. Definitely. So are there any side effects? Is, there, is it possible to take too much magnesium? Yes. And you will know really quickly. So our body <laughs> has this interesting fail-safe mechanism. If you take too much magnesium all at once, it will go quickly out the other end. So it will lead to loose stools, diarrhea. You'll be running to the bathroom all day long. It's how our body protects us from overdose. So outside of that, there aren't really any other side effects to taking too much magnesium. If the only people who do need to stay away from magnesium are people who have kidney dysfunction. So if you're missing a kidney or your kidneys aren't working properly, that means they're not able to filter out excess magnesium and get it out of your system. So those people do need to take extra precautions before supplementing with it. Hmm. And do you have to work up to a specific dose or can you just start with like 500 milligrams and just go from there? Don't start with 500. You will be in the bathroom all day long. <laughs> So it would be rather unpleasant feeling. I always tell people start low and slow and break up your, your doses throughout the day because you want maximum absorbability. So if you take it all at once, your body can only absorb so much. It'll go out the other end. You're not getting all the benefits. So always break up your magnesium throughout the day and spread it out between food, topical magnesium, and supplements if you need them. A typical magnesium routine for me personally is I use magnesium in my uh, my skin in the mornings when I wake up because I tend to deal with anxiety and mornings are really hard for me. So I'll use some of my skin. Um, I will go to the gym. And when I come home, I'll use magnesium on, you know, I'll rub some magnesium cream on my muscles that I've worked out that day so I don't get sore. In the afternoons, I'll typically take a magnesium complex made with malate and glycinate. And then in the evenings, I'll use magnesium cream again on my skin so I can fall asleep at night. And of course, I'm eating lots of greens and lots of good healthy foods to accompany that. So that's how I personally, and I typically, my, me personally, I've found that seven to 800 milligrams is a really good dose for me to kind of get throughout the entire day. Hmm. So then you just started taking magnesium. How long does it take for you to feel the effects, feel a change in your life, stuff like that? Absolutely. So magnesium, um, since it's a mineral, it's not a drug, so you don't have to worry about like, you know, um, any prescriptions or anything like that. Um, your body will absorb it faster if you are severely deficient. So the more deficient you are, the more demands your body has, the more it's gonna eat it up as quickly as possible. So um, if you're not very deficient and you just want some magnesium to maintain your health, you're probably not gonna feel a huge difference. But if you're like me and you're dealing with this awful insomnia and, you know, terrible anxiety, then I felt it within a week, like within five days, it made a huge impact in, on me because I would just happen to be so severely deficient. And it, it's funny because people always say like, why, why, why are we, why are we all so deficient? And I believe, and I have a couple of theories, but I believe it comes 
from poor farming practices. And of course, I would defer to you on this because you've studied plant life and bi you know bi plant biology. Um, but our soil has changed. Our farming has changed so much over the past 50 to 100 years that our soil is just not as nutrient dense as it used to be. And that's showing up in our food. Um, I read a study that, that talked about like the vitamin C in oranges. And they said that an orange now versus one from 50, 75 years ago, our oranges have about five to seven times less vitamin C than they did just 50, 75 years ago because our soil is just so, so um, over-processed. Mm. So I believe that really does play a role into why we're not, we're not getting enough magnesium in our diet as often as we should. Yeah, so that would make me think that eating, you know, these magnesium-rich foods is still not going to be enough for you, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Especially if you, you know, drink three cups of coffee a day, and that caffeine's kind of pulling it out of your system, or you're eating donuts and cookies all day, that kind of thing as well. Then you're you're not getting enough magnesium in, and then you're burning through what you have. Then we see that mm -hmm. one-two punch happen so often here in the United States with the standard American diet. Mm. So is it like the things that dehydrate you that really pull the magnesium out? Yeah, because magnesium is yeah. an electrolyte. So things like, you know, caffeine and alcohol, they're diuretics and also exercise and sweating. Sweating mm. also, you know, we run and grab that Gatorade after a real good sweat session and we're replacing our sodium and potassium, but Gatorade doesn't have any magnesium in it. None of these drinks you know, have any magnesium in it. So we're getting only a portion of what we absolutely need. Hmm. And you mentioned how magnesium can help with uh, muscle pain, like after workouts, you can put that on. I would love to try that because I usually use like CBD cream, which helps, but I get super sore muscles. And I'm wondering like if there would be much of a difference with magnesium versus CBD. Do you Have you tried CBD cream? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say combining them would be awesome, too. Why oh, yeah. You yeah. know, there's no contraindications between those two. So you could totally use both. Um, when it comes to your muscles, um, magnesium, the role in it's in your body is to literally force your muscles to relax. And then calcium forces our muscles to tighten. So when our heart is beating, it's this beautiful dance between calcium and magnesium tightening and relaxing that muscle. Unfortunately, calcium is in just about everything. Like it's in orange juice now, it's in bread, it's in cereals, it's in everything. So we see this excessive amount of calcium in our systems with not enough magnesium to balance that out. And that's what leads to muscle cramps. Like if you've ever had a Charlie horse in the middle of the night on your legs and they cramp up, that's because you've had so much calcium, not enough magnesium and, you're, and everything's kind of tightening up. So it plays a beautiful role in our muscles um, in that it literally forces them to just chill out and relax. Yeah, I bet. So you mentioned calcium, like what are the other essential like minerals humans need, but are deficient in? Do you know about the other ones? I know you're a pro about <laughs> magnesium specifically. But... Yeah. So one that I'd love to mention is vitamin D. Um, vitamin D is one of those vitamins that we hear everybody say, oh, you need more vitamin D but they don't talk enough about how to get it and where to get it from. So vitamin D is actually not a vitamin, it's a hormone. So <laughs> which oh. is kind of interesting. So, um, and it's something that's naturally produced when we go out in the sun. Um, and I, of course I'm here in Florida and we get lots of sunshine all year round, but you'd be surprised how many people even here in the sunshine state who are seriously deficient in vitamin D. And it's because in order to get enough 
vitamin D from the sun, you need to be outside during peak hours. And that's from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's the exact same time when people are in their offices or inside their house on their computers working and that type of thing. And they're not getting that perfect, beautiful, direct sunlight on their skin. The other thing to notice about vitamin D is that in order to take vitamin E or vitamin D, if you're taking, for instance, if you're taking a vitamin D supplement, because you're not getting enough sunshine, in order to turn that vitamin D from its inactive to its active form, you need magnesium. So you can take all the vitamin D in the world, but your body's not going to make it active if you're not, if you're not taking magnesium alongside it. So you have to make sure that your magnesium levels are optimized before you start supplementing with vitamin D so that you can get the full benefits of it or just go out in the sun. It's free. You know, sunshine's free. Why not get some of that? Yes. Wow. So magnesium is very useful for a lot of things. Absolutely. It plays a role in everything from diabetes to aging to hormone production. It really does so much in our bodies. So you can just take this every single day. Yeah, absolutely. It's a mineral. It's part of our food. Um, you know, it's not a drug, so there's no worries about being addictive or, you know, causing any kind of harm to your body. Nice. So say someone doesn't know what dose to start off with, how can they figure out, you know, based on their body weight and stuff like that? You said five milligrams. Yeah, five milligrams per pound of body weight is the way that Dr. Morley Robbins suggests. And definitely, you know, if you're curious about magnesium, he's a great resource. But I always say just start start with diet, start eating the good foods, getting rid of the bad foods, and then do something simple like take an Epsom salt bath. If you start to feel that your symptoms are going away after that Epsom salt bath, then you know that you're onto something. It's kind of like a quick and dirty way to test, you know? If <clears throat> if you see that that's working and it's helping, then you might want to start increasing it until your symptoms start to go away and disappear altogether. So those are kind of quick ways. I mean, you can go, of course, go to your, your physician and you know have them order a test or you can order your own blood work as well. The only thing I would tell you is that your doctor's office will very likely do a magnesium serum test. Serum, test your blood, and only about 1% of your body's total magnesium is stored in your blood. The rest is stored in your bones and your muscles. So if you're only testing your blood and you're only looking at 1%, you're not gonna get a good idea what's happening behind the scenes. So the best test to ask your doctor for is the magnesium RBC test. And that's going to give you a significantly more accurate view of what's going on in your body. Okay, good to know. Yeah. So does your body get used to a certain dose and then you feel your symptoms coming back and then you have to increase it? Or is there like an optimum level you can stay at? Um, No, there's an optimum level and you you don't become... um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like accustomed to it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, just like any other vitamin nutrient deficiency. Once you get enough of it, your body starts doing what it's supposed to do. You're living in a beautiful homeostasis. You're doing, your body's doing and firing on all cylinders, that type of thing. So as long as you're getting enough and you're not burning through it faster than you can replace it, you're going to start to feel optimal health. One thing that, especially as women that we deal with is, um, and I'm seeing this just all over the place is how magnesium impacts your hormones. So we Mm. see um, in particular women here in the United States, they're dealing with lots of crazy hormonal imbalances, the hot flashes, they're dealing with, you know, um, excess estrogen, estrogen dominance, that kind of thing. And we see from the studies that magnesium does an incredible job of helping to balance your hormones. Um, One of the things that it does is it gets rid of excess estrogen and um, get and pulls it out of our system. So that's a huge, huge deal if you're dealing with, you know, 
estrogen dominance or PCOS or just really bad PMS and that kind of thing, magnesium plays an incredible role in that. Wow. That's great. So are, are there any other things to remind my audience, all the benefits magnesium can have them? Can you list them yeah. out again, please? So magnesium um, does everything from, um, it helps with headaches and migraines and leg cramps and muscle twitching and anxiety and depression, hormonal balance, imbalance, insomnia, like it's just amazing. It also plays a role in blood sugar ba balancing and cholesterol, um, heart health and energy production and fatigue and uh, foggy brain and mood issues. <laughs> it's just such a miraculous mineral that's just so undervalued. Amazing. Thank you so much for educating my audience all about magnesium. And I know you have your own business. Please tell my audience about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I can be found across all social media platforms. I'm really um, active on TikTok. So if you're on there, definitely come come say hi. And um, my handle on everything is at the rooted in. Um, I'm a big believer in just being rooted in your health and being rooted in um, your faith, all of it. So be Rooted In is my handle. And you can also find me online at berootedin.com where I've created an incredible line of luxury magnesium creams that are all super concentrated with magnesium and made with beautiful herbs like ashwagandha and tulsi and rhodiola Ooh. and all those good plant herbs. <laughs> definitely going to be calming and stress relieving for sure. I definitely have to check that out. Thank you. You really made me want to try magnesium. <laughs> Awesome. I'm so happy. That makes that makes my heart happy. And guys, the links will be in the description below. And if you enjoyed this episode, learning all about magnesium, please drop me a rate and review. I really appreciate it. And join me for my next episode. Thank you so much, Natalie. Thank you for having me on. And thank you for all that you're doing to spread happiness and health and wealth to everybody. Of course. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.